Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. And I'm Michael Tabor. And Michael, I'm excited. Are you? I am. It's, uh... I think we've got some really fun stuff to get into. Some things that will further drive me into the abyss of insanity. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think my problem, especially in sort of a, it's not a post-COVID world, but everyone's calling it that in the media. So yeah. I'm going to start calling it a post-COVID world. <laughs> yeah, too. you have been effectively gaslit. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, in a post-COVID world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. I after spending the last 15, 16 months completely inside and now like seeing people again and all mm-hmm, that jazz, mm-hmm. I think, and, and you know, reading about Leon Black doing sadistic acts on women in lawsuits uh, while having several hundred billion dollars, all these things, I am like on the verge of finally reaching my goal. Okay. That is going insane enough. I don't have to think about the things that drove me insane. Mm. And what I'm excited about for this pod episode is I think it might be the linchpin to getting me all the way there. Nice. So you basically what you're saying is you're hanging off the cliff. Yes. I'm holding you by two and fingers. I would like you to push me off. Yeah, you're looking You're looking up at me and you're whispering, let go. Yeah, let me go. And you're whispering at me. Let me talk to you about faith-based investing. <laughs> <laughs> and I fall plummet. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is one of our favorite uh, returning archetypes yes. on the show. Uh, the absolutely demented New York Times article <laughs> on religion. Um, Comma anything, but specifically religion yeah, for yeah, the purposes it, it of this really is, It really is a special, special yeah. thing. That they, they really are like sitting in their mansions, sort of like stroking their beards, thinking... Hmm. How can we put religion and the profit mode together? I mean, literally, yes. But yeah, no. the The New York Times religion uh, corner is basically just like Ross douchebag, you know, <laughs> lamenting, uh, you know, his his lack of horniness, and then even more insane things. You know, these these are the people that brought you yeah. like bespoke ritual makers, uh, as we covered on a previous episode. Ro- Ross is like Ross wants to like do two things. He wants he wants tits and movies again, which mm-hmm. I you know nobody's really on the other side of this argument, and and he wants to be able to stone people with different religious beliefs from him. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, he just he just wants he. He just wants to spend his entire life declaring every other person in the world not Catholic enough. That's all. Ross uh, wants. He definitely thinks the Pope is not Catholic enough <laughs> because he he's kind. Of, because from Rostow's <laughs> perspective, the Pope's kind of a lib. Yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. I mean, most Catholics think the Pope isn't Catholic the, enough. The thing is, most American Catholics. There you, maybe, yeah, let's there you clarify. go. Uh, yeah, most most English speaking Catholics. I'd even I, I'd even wager to say yeah. uh, think the Pope is not Catholic enough. They also think Jesus is not Catholic enough. <laughs> to be fair, Jesus was not particularly Catholic. Jesus Jesus was a little Jewish for most Catholics. <laughs> let's be real. All right, let's get into it. The title <laughs> of this article: Faith Based Investing. I am getting a little more insane. This yeah. is exciting. <laughs> Makes up ground in gains. And convenience. Uh, That's right, baby. We are here to, uh, you know, we are sponsored uh, this week <laughs> by uh, mutual funds run yep. by one psychotic Catholic lawyer. I want to know more. Yeah. So let's get into it. So uh, let me just read you the opening of this. Okay. According to a wealth advisor. I need you to stop, man. <laughs> I need you to lie. Is there any more cursed language in the According, world? What percentage of evil in the world yeah. starts because of, according to a wealth advisor, I'm de- I'm deadly serious, it's more than 50. Oh, I think that, you know, if we look at uh, the people that broke, you know, global capital, yeah. which, mm. hey, it's a shame that they, all we did was build it back up again. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, these, wealth advisor, I think yeah. you should just, you should just say, like, demon. Like, <laughs> you should just say that. I mean, I think that's probably more literal in terms of what the Bible means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think the Bible means, like, an invisible dude running around tempting you. I think they mean Jamie Dimon. Yeah. Uh, at the risk of doing tropes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> According, investing according to one's theological beliefs is now much easier to do, says this wealth advisor. And it's also just as profitable as investing without a religious screen. Is and it, no more risky. Is it, Here's really, the question. So you get all the profit, none of the risk, yeah, and yeah. it's moral. Cool. Here's the question. 
Should it be? <laughs> All right, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the answer is actually no, it's not. Yeah, but like, please continue. Uh, so basically, what they're saying is that this has become sort of a new uh, corner. Yeah. Of of the investing market, the like I've heard this investing according to one's religious beliefs, and it's talking about all these different funds and services that exist um, for a variety of religions, and we'll get into some of that. You know, Islamic uh, regulations, Catholic stipulations, but. I think I want to start. I love the idea. Like, so much love. Uh, but, like, of investing purely halal. <laughs> I, this will literally sure, be covered yeah, in this article. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it is. Okay, so let's start uh, near the beginning of this article where they're talking to Jackie Vanderberg, head of sustainable and impact investing in the chief investment office at Bank of America. So cursed. That okay. is so cursed. Yeah. <laughs> what we've seen is faith-based investing, like sustainable investing, is much easier to do now than it has been in the past. In the past, clients would have been told that faith-based investing is a great way to lose money. We can say now that you don't have to give up risk-adjusted returns to invest this way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's dig into that a little bit. Yeah. Because I actually think let's do uh, it. right off the jump, we have we have an interesting connection, right? Mm -hmm. You have faith-based investing and then sustainable investing, green investing. Yeah, which is investing in our future. I love, I love, I mean, it's the thing we've talked about. It is actually, you know what, you're right. You were right to dig in here. Here's why. Because this is precisely they're gonna have anti-racist investing by the end of this podcast. Oh yeah! If they don't already, somebody, some, some young, awful, thirty-four-year-old uh, hedge fund manager, you know, aspiring hedge fund manager is trying to pitch his boss, being like, "What if we? What if it's just like Nike? As far as the eye can see, no, we call it anti-racist investing." They're literally going to like bring in a George Floyd hologram to run a mutual fund. Like it is, I'm. It is that level of like truly, truly evil. <laughs> We'll give your we'll give your funds space to breathe. I think, and I mean, it goes back to this old saw of mine, which is that like in our society, all that can happen is the brands. I got an email this morning from Grubhub about Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, why am I? Be, why are you emailing me about Pride? Interestingly, evil? the other topic we will be covering. Yeah, of course. But like, all all that can happen is the brands can give vague statements. Justice is just about Nike giving uh, Colin Kaepernick more money. Yeah, right. there is there is no actual change. Justice is Uber changing the pictures <laughs> of the cars in the app to rainbows, uh, but nothing about the actual exploitation. It, it's just no, you know, it's it's. I'm going to steal something from the True Billies here. Not the first thing I might add, <laughs> but you know, it's it's representation without redistribution at best. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I think that sustainable investing is a good thing to dig into because there's been a yeah. lot of research uh, mm -hmm. that's come out in the last handful of years sort of pointing to the idea and the fact mm -hmm. that sustainable investing, green investing, is a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. I, I knew that when it happened. Yes. yes. Why did you research it for years? I was right here. You uh, could have given me all of that money. <laughs> you should have given me. the same conclusions. Yes. Yeah. You would have written that exact same. You could have like, given me half the money. And uh, 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 that's sustainable. <laughs> Investing. <laughs> Try the Zach Allard approach. <laughs> uh, looking forward to our next podcast on, you know, uh, investing. <laughs> but yeah, because, because the goal of these investment portfolios is the return of profit. Yeah. If, if you actually wanted to use money to do good things, you would have to invest in risky, new, innovative ventures. Uh, if you wanted and to again, do good things, profit wouldn't be involved. To be clear. <laughs> The only actual solution to our glowing climate crisis is the abolition of capital. Like, right. they, like you know, duh. Yes, that is the... Yeah, yeah, that's assumed. But, like, if you want to talk about could uh, investing money in uh, companies that are trying to do new things be good, yes. But that's not what happens. Totally. What happens is you end up putting all of that money into the same five shitty companies uh, under the promise of green initiatives. Because what you actually want is the stability of something that has already been vetted in, in, yeah, of course. Uh, by just, global capital. It's just six subsidiaries of Google, Amazon, and like fucking Apple. And fucking ExxonMobil. Yeah, like ExxonMobil gets a ton of green money to of they do. make promises to do slightly less awful shit. Uh, and so, yeah, so that comparison of like faith-based investing yeah. to uh, sustainable investing is very telling because in both cases, uh, <laughs> you're not actually doing anything good. Yeah. Uh, almost like getting profit from the stock market is immoral. Uh, okay. Ms. Vanderberg added 
that the pandemic and the social unrest that began last summer with George Floyd's killing, for the record, been going on a lot longer than that. I, uh, I love, ra- you know, we all remember when racism started yeah. with the death of George Floyd. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Has prompted more people to look to their faith to invest in a way that expresses their this values. This is so cursed. Uh, I made this joke off pod, but like, I just, I just imagine now Jesus going into the temple with the money changers and sitting them down and being like, this is not how we want to change money in the temple. Let's do this in a way that honors Yahweh, yeah. not that <laughs> yeah. dishonors Yahweh. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's green up this uh this money changing. <laughs> like it's just this is this is so gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is the continual continual especially with George Floyd. Like it just reminds me of uh fucking Pelosi being Can like, you, "Thank you for your sacrifice, man who was murdered by the state." I I I know we could talk about this for 6 or 7 hours, but like when George Floyd was alive, like a guy who was like so broke he was just trying to get by passing fake 20s which by the way is based in okay there's nothing wrong with passing fake 20s yeah that's, that's no a judgment i am merely pointing it out say this dude had no fucking money he was just barely getting by and you were like talking about him and investment capitals the guy who would be wouldn't be let in by a security into your fucking building exactly like it's so amazing that he died and you're like i'm going to use him as a symbol to tell people i'm not a racist to tell people to give me their money so I can use it in various evil ways to make them like, more money. Like, Biden, you know, increased ICE funding. And I only yeah. bring that up to say, like, I, I feel like the new ICE uniforms are going to have the George Floyd patch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just, it, it he is becoming Martin Luther King in your Dodge Ram commercial. Already, acceleration of capital. It's, it's happening so quickly. It's happening in front of our eyes. It is, it is. It is truly foul how much uh, both politicians and uh, the arm of global capital are more than willing to piss on the grave of a man they massacred uh, in order to make themselves sound woke. They, they, you know, they will, they, there will be a hologram of him before the decade's out. Oh, undeniably. Um, I mean, yeah. Anyways, Uh, so then we get into a bunch of stuff that I'm not going to cover like that specifically. Sure. But it's basically like, okay, so as it turns out. Most of the major religions have pretty stringent prohibitions on things like money lending. <laughs> Weird. 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 Huh. Uh, almost like most of the major religions tend to think that making profit from your neighbors is a bad thing. Huh. Uh, so then I, it's like... We should probably ignore that completely, right? <laughs> uh, they're interviewing uh, a guy who is a one of the heads of Google... Uh, who is Muslim, and he's talking about how, you know, he needed to focus on stocks because he couldn't uh, gain interest from any. Interest is bad. Uh, So they're talking about how they created all these halal investing funds where in order to get around the prohibition against interest, what you're doing is focusing on, uh, like, properties that are bringing returns from, like, rent money. That totally moral thing, yes. rent yes. money. We all agree that is better than interest. <laughs> so, so this is like, and I don't want to just dunk on Islam, but no, our entire pod is playing out all the religious people, Christians, etc., and this guy who are like just getting around the uh, their their religion, being like, don't exploit people, being like. I'm going to try to I'm going to find people. a way to exploit people. <laughs> no, exactly. And again, like, yeah. we're very intentional on oh, this course. podcast. Who are we gunning for? Evangelical assholes, for of the course. most part. Uh, but, like, but still, come this on. Is, but this, this guy's the, a Google exec. This is the so. Muslim version of that. But, no, it, it is. <laughs> the legalism is so, yeah, like, so front and center. And the, like, desire to just, like, duck and cover yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah. And, like, Christians do this all the time. Oh, of course. Like, no, I mean, rich people are a religion of their own. There are no rich Christians. There are no rich Muslims. There are rich people. Uh, something about a camel. Yeah. And needles. Gates. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> a camel and George Floyd are in the desert. Uh, interestingly, <laughs> as it sort of talks about the different principles that these different religions have sort of like come up with. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's talking about like Catholics. The United States Council of Catholic Bishops has issued six principles as guidance, including protecting human life, yeah. pursuing economic justice, and protecting the environment. Through interp- Though interpreting those principles is up to individual investors. Then they talk to somebody who does these sort of like Catholic financing funds. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, actually, the only people that really give a shit at all or like catholic schools and individuals like the bishops never say shit <laughs> like, the, the the bishops are busy with trading cards of local kids like they're, they're not they're not dealing with stocks man they just want the money yeah and so like and so there's things like oh you know we're not going to invest in a company that earns more than five percent of its revenue from alcohol but there's literally nothing about like 
you know, the fact that the majority of these companies are deeply exploitative of their workers or anything. Like, that would never come into it. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. don't sell too much booze. Or a lot of investment funds uh, and mutual funds and things like this put a lot of money in defense stocks because those things are always evergreen. Sure. I guarantee you none of that is a problem for almost any of these people. Shocking. Uh uh, I would also be want to know how many of them invest in the companies that uh, they don't, for their own employees, give birth control, but maybe make money from pharma that makes birth control. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Not that I care, but I bet they, but they, they don't either, and they should. One of one of the best examples I saw of this is that there are also prohibitions against uh, debt in a lot of these yeah. religions, and mm -hmm. like you know, so they they're like, oh, we're not going to look at companies that have excessive debt. Uh, so or or companies that hold on to too much money because i guess that's also bad but apple yeah apple made it through just fine because oh. they only have 45 percent of their balance sheet in cash so that's okay oh that's okay when you're a trillion dollar company yeah it's it's good and normal to invest in the company that makes phones with slave labor yeah uh, a company that fights against laws that would stop them from making phones against slave labor yes yeah a, a company that is wielding uh its trillion plus dollars uh specifically to prevent working conditions from improving i mean that's fine imagine saying like yes i want to help the descendants of slaves in this country but i think there should be slaves currently in other countries i mean literally let me tell yes. you let me tell you let me tell you how that ends it is very interesting uh to watch like this whole you know industry mm, yeah. spring up around the idea that uh you can gain profit mm -hmm. uh by supporting all the terrible things in the world as long as they don't sell cigarettes or alcohol <laughs> as long as they don't fund abortions like that's so <clears throat> that's so funny it's you, so pathetic mm -hmm. i think that's the thing yeah and and so like they're talking about how some of these funds are like you know performing close to market value or at market value but then they're sort of like but some of them don't and you know what that's okay because it's more important that we be good people we be good people with our money than we, that we make the maximum we, profit we do good people who are making a little bit of money off our raytheon stock yeah you know yeah. i th i think that's what matters listen we want ethical returns i want to know that the yemenese children died in an ethical way i wanted to crowdfund this nuclear arsenal <laughs> Technically, technically, the American nuclear arsenal is crowdfunding. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I uh, let, let's find this quote. Uh, this is a financial advisor, Merrill Lynch. Uh, we work with Catholic schools, hospitals, and religious orders who are stricter about screening for gambling, tobacco, and alcohol, even though the bishops never say anything about it. I catholic bishops are such an interesting group of people we should probably do a deep dive yeah i mean uh we're gonna talk about that i i am looking forward for us sort of expanding our reach yes. i think uh, especially after our last episode covering the sort of intricacies of spc elections yes like, i'm just ready we've been getting questions like when are you going to do some more like charismatic stuff Ooh. and i am i'm super excited to dive into that i and to those people i say every episode's charismatic when it's my, me and michael uh the last person that gets entered viewed for this is a guy named michael wagner he's the co-founder of omnia family wealth uh <laughs> and he's volunteered at a jewish nonprofit, and so he helped fund uh, a new fund called j impact which was created by j ventures and these guys you might remember made national news because they are a technology venture capital fund that labels itself as a capitalist kibitz these, this is the capitalist commune people i'm so upset don't <laughs> yeah. use fucking capitalist kibitz man those Mm -mm. It's fucked up. Yep. It's deeply fucked up. Not the point. It's literally not the point. It is literally the opposite of the point. Uh, I'm sad, though, when you're in la labeling all the things it was. I didn't get a J-Date dick joke in there, though. <laughs> yeah. I, miss, I missed the window. I mean, I think they did that, right? Yeah, didn't they, they, they have? almost assuredly did J-Date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I'm bringing that part of my personal life into portfolio management and feeling that we're doing good in the world. And I think that's a great phrase yep. because the emphasis there is on feeling. Because yep. let's be clear, no good is being done by this. Again, once again, it's not about going after any religion, but no. there are no rich people who have a religion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... The rich, the money is the religion. It, it, it literally has to be at a certain point. Um, yeah, no, like you can get the Catholic bishops, you can get this asshole, and you get the Muslim dude from Google all in a room. They worship the same God. Mammon, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's so true, and it's so that's so it's so funny to hear the same language across yeah. people who have 
in theory, espousish different shit, mm -hmm. but are saying the exact same thing. There's one team and you're not on it. But yeah, no, I think it's it's really telling, especially given we'll just speak specifically about Christianity yeah, here because that's our that's our corner. But like how much of that's the our Bible cross to bear. <laughs> we take up our cross and beat these people with it. <laughs> uh, take up our take up our cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um what you know what the Bible isn't a huge fan of? What's the Bible not a huge fan of, Michael? Ah, uh, rich people, money lending. You know that whole thing about abolishing <laughs> debts every seven years? That was a whole thing. That would be the coolest shit, man. I just... I would kill the limit society that did that. If we live in a Judeo-Christian society, we should be doing that. We should be doing that. That should be what... And again, yeah, all these people, oh, their version of Judeo-Christian, just slightly different. Just slightly different in a couple key elements. Anyways, uh, just incredible. Just an incredible, like, feel good about... Uh, investing in this Ponzi scheme of capital. Um, okay, let's move forward. Uh, this this article has been making the rounds. And like we just said, I think one of the things I'm excited to do moving forward with this podcast, expand our reach a little bit more. I've been working yeah. on some faith healing stuff. You've been faith healing. Uh, talking a little bit about Mormons infiltrating the FBI or the Mormons FBI recruiting the, Mormons. The Mormons are the creepiest people. I, uh, I am really looking forward to sort of going some new directions. Yeah. But just as I'm trying to get out yeah. of this evangelical right. world. Yeah, no, as we feel like we've covered it. As we feel like, hey, if we're at the point where we're covering SBC elections maybe it's time to expand our scope <laughs> just then the gospel coalition goes and has to pull some shit that draws me right back in god damn these fuckers so this was a gospel <laughs> coalition article that came out this week okay and uh it's called how lgbt pride month became a religious holiday no already i know where you're going gospel coalition and I'm, tell, I, I'm rolling up a newspaper i'm smacking you on the yeah, nose with it and yeah, saying bad yeah. gospel coalition bad um i'm rubbing your face in your pee <laughs> and it's not a pride kink but it's fine if it is yeah but it's okay we support that if it is <laughs> uh yeah if we're literally negging timothy keller <laughs> <laughs> listen i it's, okay we're not gonna make that joke okay after I made the other one, that was too. F you're right, Michael. You're going too. You don't far. know what I was going to say. Uh, that's that. That's true. So this was an extremely reactionary article. Oh, it was uh, to the surprise and shock of literally no one who's been listening. To uh, I rarely find stuff because I'm bad at finding things compared to Michael. But I did find this one, and it yeah. just came across my uh my feed and i just started like having a conniption <laughs> yes 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 i uh i i came into zach bleeding from his eardrums <laughs> <laughs> speaking in backwards aramaic yeah uh, so i'm just gonna read the opening couple paragraphs of this because i think it'll really set the stage okay uh strap your ass everybody it's yeah, not good strap in <laughs> yeah. strap on the month of june hadn't even begun yet when Donald Trump became the first rep Republican president to express his support for LGBT Pride Month. First of all, just call it Pride, bro. Just On May 31st, President Trump tweeted about celebrating LGBT Pride Month and how we should recognize the outstanding contributions LGBT people have made to our great nation. Donald Trump is not. I, I, <laughs> I, I, it, it's not important, but I love that Like they can't not stop. Start with Trump. Oh, yeah. Well... Let's read on. Yes. The rest of America followed his lead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> As people across the country posted rainbow flag banners on their Facebook pages, and almost every company in the nation rushed, as Newsweek wrote, to be among the companies celebrating inclusion, equality, and love for LGBT Pride Month. I've been wanting to do this joke for a while, so I just want to say... It did not cover the nation, okay? Straight white girls were celebrating Pride Month, it seemed like, and nobody else, I'm pretty sure. But, like, more to it. Are you saying, Donald, all Donald Trump was say, said is that we should celebrate the accomplish the, the, what gay, you know, the LGBT community has brought to this country. Mm -hmm. Are you saying we should not celebrate that? That is literally what he's saying, one. But I also, like, already... <laughs> He is. We are living in fiction. We are oh, living yeah. in a fictional Obviously. world where, where the wokeness scam began on May thirty first, like when Donald Trump proclaimed himself an ally. <laughs> Donald Trump an ally to bisexual women everywhere. <laughs> I I wanna I wanna live in this world where like you're driving down like Main Street, fucking Tuscaloosa or something, and like 
Baptist churches are just unfurling because Donald Trump ordered them commandante style, like they're <laughs> rainbow flagged. Pastors are twerking. Like it's just like, wow, America really changed. <laughs> like we all Donald remember that. Trump pronounced Declare, this. Declared, declared pride or death. We all remember when Donald Trump did that. Yeah, and it's also it's doing the thing the Gospel Coalition always does, which is be hyper conservative and reactionary, mm. uh, but do it in a way that's like, but that Donald Trump guy's also bad. Uh, but I love that it's not it's not for the, all the terrible things he did. It's for the one totally <laughs> innocuous bullshit thing he yeah, did. Yeah, a thing the one time his intern t- tweeted for him. Okay, now we come to a question. Okay. How did we as a nation get to the point where celebrating homosexuality and transgenderism became a month-long event that rivals Christmas? I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. First of all, there actually is a long history of gay people fighting for rights. Like, you ask a question rhetorically, but, like, there's, like, decades of the of PA people and allies Bro, fighting this, for this. This shit started with riots, my guy. Yeah, um, no, like, throwing rocks at cops is the answer. It is actually a good question. Yeah, no, it's a how, great question. Not the Christmas shit. No. But how did Pride go from rioting for equality to uh, Nike rainbow swooshes is an interesting question. Uh, yeah. Uh, that rivals Christmas... In that it's run by corporations? Yeah. In like, that, in that it unfortunately, exists largely for corporate benefit at this point? And that both have completely detached from actual meaning? Yeah, yeah. And that they're now about white guys grind, grinding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. How, 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 how have we gotten here? Somehow I don't think this article will be answering those questions. Damn it! <laughs> I also just love the idea of, like, Pride versus Christmas celebrity deathmatch style. Uh, Pride would definitely take down Christmas, for the record. I don't care how many mm, elves deep Santa's yeah. running. There's no way that Santa's going to take down also, Pride. I've seen there's those some guys. overlap. Say what? There's some overlap with the with the sort of elf community. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Come on. Uh, okay. The, the elves would end it in the night. They'd say Pride and Christmas were never at war. Aww. Yeah, it's nice. Shout out to the elves. Solidarity with the workers. Let's <laughs> listen. I'm just saying we need to attack and dethrone Santa. I'm just saying. Santa definitely is a CEO. Oh yeah. No, Santa. Santa's By a default. fucking cop. Santa, Santa is a cop. I, I want to know the working, the labor conditions of those elf factors. I want to know how he decides who's bad or good. Yeah, what is that shit? That's some bourgeois mentality. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, old white guy, arbiter of all morality. <laughs> Shocking. Glad he's sneaking into children's rooms. <laughs> It'd be a real shame if the homosexuals did something about that. <laughs> okay, uh, let's keep going. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining gay people throwing rocks at Santa Claus in the name of justice. You know, Santa climbs down a chimney and like three dudes who have spent their entire lives in a West Hollywood equinox are waiting there for him. Like, bro, you are not going in that child's room. Thank you. Thank you. These are our cookies now, bitch. Get the fuck out. Hey, fight for justice, wear bike shorts. The West <laughs> yeah. Hollywood way. Okay. LGBT. <laughs> I just, I love that he can't call it Pride Month. LGBT Pride Month. It's, no, stop it, dude. Why, no, not you. The guy, the writer. Yeah, stop yeah, calling yeah. it that. Stop it's, calling it it's that. It's like a community when, when she's like finished the word. Yeah, right? yeah. It's not the name of it. It's often mistakenly compared to Black History Month or National Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, a celebration of citizens of the same background. That's literally what it is. Even yes. if, okay. I don't understand it's how important. even if you disagree... You are incorrect about gay people being okay. That you that you disagree that it is a reference to people who share a same the same sort of like uh, markers of oppression, mm-hmm. having a month appreciating them. That's literally what it is. That is actually what it is, or at least should be. Yeah, yeah, right. No, in theory, yeah. at its best. So what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Uh- I think he is doing that thing yeah, here, he, you know, the, the, oh, well, you know, homosexuality is a choice and yeah, all, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the funniest, oldest joke. Oh, my God. The worst. Anyways, this is my favorite own in the entire okay. thing. He says, but there is already an LGBT history month in October. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, bro? There's already, there's Easter and Christmas. Like... <laughs> It's just like the idea. There, that there's like, 700 Jewish holidays. 
No, it's... most of my Jewish friends don't know how many Jewish <laughs> holidays there are. You have to become a rabbi to know. <laughs> yeah, and even then, it's the deep knowledge. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? You're mad that gay people have two this holidays? Is, this is literally the, like, look at these uppity gays and they're two months. <laughs> there's, there's an entire calendar for Christians. <laughs> Jewish folks, there's multiple kinds of Christian calendars. We built the calendar. <laughs> My God, man. I know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just like such a weird, like, look, they already had a month. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Okay. <laughs> and then here we get to the point. I'm just going to start. He Every single okay. time he sells, says LBGT Pride Month, but I can't do it anymore. Pride Month is not just a secular commemoration of people, but a religious celebration of a belief. The belief that, and this is mm -hmm. all caps. Yep. In quotation marks, mm. gay is good, and that moral <laughs> opposition to homosexual behavior or transgender ideology is inherently bigoted. If that's a religious belief, strap me the fuck in. Strap me the fuck on, baby. Uh, it is, yeah. The idea that he is <laughs> going to delve into more here is pretty special. But like, yeah, that. And by the way, I am very tired mm -hmm. of this Christian nonsense. And I've heard this my entire life. Yes. And so tired that, like, anything, anything you believe or think that is not literally Jesus died on the cross, it's a religious belief, bro. You just believe that. Mm hmm That's just a religion. You you think uh, you think black folks shouldn't get shot in the street? You think BLM? That's just a replacement for Christ, bro. You should get some Christ. Yeah. You want some therapy, which is a bit of a uh, teaser for next week's episode. That's a replacement for Jesus, bro. You should get some Jesus. Mm -hmm. Except, weirdly, when it comes to capitalism. So strange, right? Huh. So weird how huh. those things get to be all connected. Yeah. But everything else, mm, that no, doesn't sound like reliance on sola scriptura, my, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like you're getting some wealth of nations in there, my dude. Uh, yeah. The belief that uh, any opposition to homosexual behavior or transgender ideology is inherently bigoted is correct. <laughs> Because of the bigotry. Yeah, what, what, what up with the bigotry, yeah. Okay. The next title for this. Pride Month as Advent and Passover. Dude, you don't have to do this. I just, you could just stop. Yep, you, you could, could just, just shut the fuck up. You could up. just not go into doing this. Might I suggest yeah. shutting the fuck up? I think it's a good course of action. It would, it would be a great improvement. Uh, okay. In America... Gay, lesbian, and bisexual adults are substantially less likely than straight adults to affiliate with a religious group. Shouldn't you be surprised by that, giant bigoted man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shocking, yeah, I know. They're doing it despite your ass at the door, tutting them for having a month. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, four in ten identifies atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular compared with just 22% of straight adults who say the same. People are religious by nature, though. If they abandon one faith, they'll eventually adopt another. For some in the LGBT community, that has meant embracing the satanic temple. Don't don't take the bait, dude. You're taking the bait at the <laughs> satanic temple. The They're so lame. Our our boys at Mammonberg have been in on a like weeks long Twitter thing with the satanic <laughs> temple, dunking on them. Don't take like there's like. Don't take the bait. Yeah. For the record, the Satanic Temple is is a nothing. It's a, oh, that, it's nothing. that's my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, yeah, they 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 are they they are worthy of Twitter dunks and nothing more. And yeah. that's hilarious and good when Mammerberg does it. Sure. And like, but like even like no one's actually worshiping Satan. The no, whole point is like it. yeah, yeah, it's it's nothing. They're uh, they're a bunch of libs. But they're but a it, bunch of rad libs. <laughs> <laughs> but it exists in this universe yeah. as implying that you know oh some of them choose. Also, actively no one Satan. actually is a member of it. It's like six dudes. Come on, man. Yeah, and they all suck <laughs> yeah they all got fulbright scholarships and talk about it all the fucking time uh <laughs> but for most lgbt nuns it is meant imbuing a faith they already held with religious symbolism that is why lgbt pride month has become the secular equivalent to advent you know what he kind of leaves out here what is, uh, is that uh one of the highest correlations for self-harm and suicide attempts is uh when an lgbt person is growing up in a religious and unsupportive upbringing uh, it is it is one of the only things in which religion makes you uh, more likely to yeah. be depressed or self-harming uh, mm. rather than less. And uh, none of that matters to him at all. Like, 
he's just like, look at all these atheists with their new gay religion. <laughs> Instead of being like, man, maybe we have done a lot of incalculable harm by telling people that who they are is going to send them to hell and that God hates them. That doesn't ha- factor into it for him at all. It would never even occur to him. His mind is so small. He would not even be capable of entertaining that thought theoretically from a person he was arguing against. Yeah. Uh, then he says the word Advent is derived from the Latin word Adventus, meaning coming. All right, all right, now I... we're being baited. <laughs> First of all, I don't appreciate you, sir, putting me in this position where I have to ignore this. <laughs> but he might be on to something here with Prime. <laughs> Yeah, he then says... For the first time, he might have made a point. <laughs> Not the point he thinks he made. Yeah, but a point nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. That is why LGBT Pride Month, God damn it, Motherfucker, I'm going to kill your family. Parody, parody in the game. <laughs> in Minecraft, in Minecraft, <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> I'm going to murder your children in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, as my colleague Betsy Howard says, LGBT Pride Month is also a form of Passover. She doesn't. I'm First of all, if she does, fuck her. But secondly, yeah. she doesn't. <laughs> he then compares. These people have never met a Jewish person. I also want to be clear. Yeah. No one at the Gospel Coalition has met a Jewish person. Ever. Under any circumstances. They think because they saw who's the prime minister of israel that's going to yeah they think because they saw netanyahu give a press conference once they have a jewish friend (laughs) i'm telling you that doesn't count uh okay he then compares the israelites putting the blood of a lamb on the doorpost so that god would pass over them please stop (laughs) to american people flying a rainbow flag wearing an ally pin or changing their social media avatars. Okay, I'm impressed. Here's why. Uh-huh. He managed to be offend he both managed to be both homophobic and anti-Semitic in one sentence. In one sentence. I got to give him points. Got to give him points. That's hard to do. It You know what? He's been training his whole life for this. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's been he's been spending his entire career, you know, punching meat uh, <laughs> while calling it slurs uh, just just to prepare for this moment. Uh, well done, my guy, I guess. This is so demented. And, like, you oh, might yeah. think that there's more explanation <laughs> like here even really that I'm slipping it. over. But, like, no. I am basically reading the article word for word. This is as much sense as it makes. I guess... You could you could say the same thing about being... I, you know, we live in L.A. You could say the same thing about being a Lakers fan. Hey, uh, I have a Lakers jersey. We went to a bar. People were cheering at the Lakers game last night wearing Lakers jerseys and Kobe sneakers or whatever the fuck ever. Uh, that's the same as Passover because sometimes people wear yarmulkes. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're an idiot. You are an idiot. And I suppose if we're following this, you know, if the Israelites are putting the blood of a lamb to uh, save themselves from the wrath of God, then mm-hmm. I guess the gays yeah. are God now? That's pretty nice yeah that means that gay people are blessed by god yes based. I, wait he's accidentally based <laughs> he's accidentally being an ally That's i favorite. wish that was true yeah uh no this oh man uh he's he's not accidentally being an ally he's just plain stupid yeah he's he's, he's just, just so dumb person. that his his tortured I'm, he's not <laughs> it's not even a metaphor he's literally no. saying this is the case it's just so bad uh okay we should also expect such submissive behavior what? from corporations uh, who have yes. uncritically adopted woke capitalism my guy <laughs> <laughs> again the christian persecution complex i mean it's the same it's so funny that like they see what we are like, this is so fucking stupid. Nike saying BLM or whatever yeah, is yeah. meaningless, et cetera. And they're being like, this is persecution. Yeah, I am being persecuted by this. Uh, this company just putting on a new skin on top of their like demon suit. Will no one let me control uh, the entirety of how our world functions as a bigoted man in peace? Like that is literally the case that he is making. And we'll get to how this is actually his life's work. Uh, and then... As we continue the, to the descent into full Christian persecution, he says, As I wrote a half dozen years ago, for too long, those, in a, those of us in the church have grumbled to ourselves or remained silent about this open idolatry. Yes, when I think about the evangelical church, what I think is about how silent they have remained on the issue of gay and transgender rights. How silent they have been. You know, there's a lot of religious... First of all, I would really like them to be silent. Yes. But, yeah. 
I'm not going to justify, like, if you have homophobic beliefs, fuck off with that shit. Yeah. I am going to say that there are most religious movements in the United States don't totally have progressive beliefs on homosexual uh, LGBT of course, shit. Yeah. However, a lot of them just shut the fuck up about it. You know, you don't see, you don't see uh, the Amish, who obviously don't have totally progressive attitudes about some, some, some things and do about others. Just being out on the street, being like, God hates bleep. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you can just shut the fuck up, man. You could just be quiet. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Would that be acceptable? No. No, I'm not saying you should still believe what you believe. Would it be way better? Would it be an upgrade? Yeah. Yeah. Be a real upgrade, bro. Uh, we fear that if we point out too clearly or forcefully that you can't both serve God and endorse sin, people may leave our congregations. They are. <laughs> yeah, they, they currently are. We seem more concerned with losing the volunteer for the Sunday morning nursery or the regular tithe and the offering plate than we do with the souls of those in open and unrepentant rebellion against God. I just, I don't know, man. It's a boring argument. I don't see any of this in fucking scripture. I don't see any of this in the New Testament. I don't see Jesus treating anybody on the outside of culture who has been oppressed this way. Shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. One, you are deeply and abidingly wrong. Two, uh, the shit that you preach literally kills people. Yeah. like um, Jesus, not a huge fan, as it turns out, of um, that. We are more worried about the judgment of the kids in the youth ministry than with the judgment of a wrathful and holy God. Yeah, you know what Jesus said about kids? Don't be like them at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout outs to those kids in the youth ministry. I hope yeah. he's talking about a specific kid. I hope he's literally talking about George. George isn't even gay, but no. he cares about his gay friends. And George is just like, yeah, this is some fucking bullshit. George is cool. George, George is cool. George, come on the pod. I don't have much more to say about this because sure. I think at a certain point you were just repeating bigotry. Yeah, Other yeah, Other than yeah, to say yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. one, you were deeply and abidingly wrong about everything in scripture. But two, you can't even be a bigot, right? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't even, like, like you have, it's, it's layered in levels of insanity mm. of the persecution complex of the weird like capital the the corporations are against us like it's just it is such a like weird morass that like nothing he's saying even makes sense and it's, it's all the way down and i saw uh i saw one of the boys from choppa was treating a rod Dreyer article so i'm not going to totally steal all that swag because that is their corner but he says in in, in one of the quotes in the article talking about like uh you know christians need to be ready that like the people who recognize what a sort of you know tyrannical country looks like recognize the signs and that's what's happening to us talking yeah. about the culture war stuff it's just it's all the way down all these people think and have thought by the way since we were children mm-hmm. i want to be fucking clear this is not news 30 fucking years old or older yeah that like progressive social attitudes that like they would have said it by the way 70 years ago for like that for like do you want to date a, date a black girl there's gonna be a persecution coming your way mm-hmm. do you think Gay should have rights. There's a persecution coming your way. Like, this is just the same old saw, man. Anytime cultural mores change, they think it means the lions are coming for them. And let me tell you fucking what. You hold the levers of power. Shut the fuck up. It's another obfuscation of power and wealth and money. 100%. It's just, again, Gramsci. uh, As we've seen on the Supreme Court, as we've seen in in, in state legislators across, like, the idea that you are the persecuted one, as all of these state legislators are actively trying to uh, make transgender people's lives uh, significantly worse, and again, you know, talking about things yeah. that will literally kill people totally. when you uh, enshrine that persecution in law, uh, it is absolutely demented that you would say that you were the persecuted one here, you insane fuckwad. And it's, uh, but yeah, this is a growing belief. Maybe because we we have a couple more things to get to. Yeah, let's keep moving. um, This is a growing belief. You know, there was there was a whole thing, uh, and it was just one research study that came out. But it was like twenty five percent of evangelicals believe some form of Q, and something like fifteen percent of them believe that like they they will be called upon for a violent revolution in their lifetime. Like these people have been gearing up. They've been fantasizing about this, like you said, for our entire lifetime and probably long before. There's going to be the weirdest pogrom of all time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Forget those social media pogroms. Like this, the evangelicals are going to do some shit. It's going to be gnarly. Um, I want to do more on this in the future. I suppose I'll just plant my flag here that like, I've been really thinking a lot about what we think of as morality and sort of like, 
American Christianity and and money and how like we really honestly have no actual sense of right and wrong and that's like how you end up with something like Q where you end up having this total just bourgeois social affectation and when that starts to collapse of course you get something like Q and 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 I think there's a bigger episode to be done there so let's move forward yeah so I, I think the last thing I'm going to say is just like all right who the fuck is this guy yeah what the from? fuck dude uh, Joe Carter wrote this article uh, and he is an editor at the Gospel Coalition. Okay. And as we talked about before, I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. No. But, like, Gospel Coalition run by Timothy Keller, mm-hmm. a lot of association with Piper as well. Um, these are the people that, as we've said, are usually held up as the, like, principled, gentle yeah. conservatives. And, like, this is the guy that is both on staff and putting this insane, deranged shit <laughs> They are they are literally coming for your Passover. Like they are coming for your Advent. Your gay Passover. Listen, it's not happening, but I wish it would. I, we should we should we should let uh, the LGBTIA plus community take over every holiday. It would be an improvement. Uh, I'm not talking about the corporations. I'm talking about the it actual would be, people. It would it would be far more tasteful. Yeah. We all know that. It would be much better done. Uh, okay. So he is an editor for this thing. These are the demented people that get held up as the principal conservatives. Yes. Fuckers. Who else is he? He's written a couple books. Of course he has. Uh, one of them is the NIV Lifehack Bible. Oh, no. Yeah. I didn't have a ton of time to research this, but essentially it's uh, trying to apply spiritual principles through the language of like that sort of like mid-2000s Lifehack vibe. So it's like... How to fast, but like make it efficiency based. It's very strange. He wrote another book. Uh, the other book he wrote is called How to Argue Like Jesus Learning Persuasion from History's Greatest Communicator. Sorry, my mind is kind of blown by how fucking slur word that is. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. First of all, you're not. I've read, we just read your bad article. Yeah, we just your article read your is just shit. based in like hate and nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and Jesus, Jesus wasn't like an or like it's a weird misunderstanding yeah, of Jesus. Je- he wasn't like out there Ben Shapiroing people. He was not a debate lord. Why are you trying to turn the, the incarnated like God into a debate lord? Like what the fuck? That's so strange. And I just want to say, what else would I expect from two-bit Eugene Peterson? Like, a mm-hmm. uh, guy who, like, already is a two-bit ver- wrote a two-bit version of the Bible with the message. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to paraphrase this shit so it applies to your life for real. The Bible already applies to your life for real, bitch. You don't have to do that. Give away your money, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's our paraphrase. <laughs> yeah, that's my The Message, okay? <laughs> I have a few more, but we'll save it for other episodes. <laughs> okay, uh... The last thing yes. that he is involved in is okay. that he is a senior editor editor at the Acton Institute. That I sounds terrifying. Uh, this will probably be a whole episode in itself, so consider this yes. just a taste, just a just a little taste. Zach of going off about bourgeois morality, Michael talking about the Acton Institute. Uh, Good stuff. We out here vibing, baby. <laughs> um, the Acton Institute is a libertarian think tank okay. that exists specifically uh, to try to uh, convince religious institutions of about the moral principles of free market economics. Mm. So already super just grim. Just a just a brief glance at its funding, and it is literally uh, ExxonMobil, and uh, not not Bet not uh, the Devos, the other Devos, not Betsy. Robert is it Robert? Oh, Rob, uh, I think that's right. Okay. Uh, so many of the same people who uh, fund the Clinton go the Clinton Foundation. Exactly. At least some of them. Yeah, and no, this is literally like all they do is just free market economics with a religious. I'm surprised the cokes aren't in there. To be honest, I I wouldn't be surprised. Again, this is just from the Wikipedia. Yeah, we don't have the full the full reports. Now, the other interesting thing is that the Acton Institute for the Study of Religion and Liberty, by the way, uh, was founded by Robert A. Sirico. Okay. I didn't know who that was, no. so I clicked on his little Wikipedia thing, and this is this is really, I think, going to be a whole episode, because it turns out that Robert Sirico is a Roman Catholic priest, okay. founder of the Institute, mm-hmm. uh, and he was one of the guys that performed some of the first gay marriages in America in the 60s. Okay, this has taken a turn that I did not fucking expect. He was uh, a gay rights activist. Yeah. At one point, at the very least, he claimed uh, to be gay himself. Sure. 
And uh, yeah, like he had a faith healing uh, like what ministry. And then when he came out in support of gay rights, that kind of went away. And then he, you know, got ordained in. And it, so he was doing like some fairly real shit. He got arrested by the LAPD oh for like gosh. his protests. And at some point he did a thing one should never do. And he read a little Thomas Friedman. Uh, and he, this is going to have to be an episode. Yeah, I have he, too much to say. Yeah, well, it, it is very interesting to see somebody go from, you know, I, I don't know how authentic this was. Sure. I mean, the guy started with a fucking faith healing ministry. Right. He could have been a grifter from yeah, day yeah, one. Yeah. But, like, legitimately doing gay marriages in the 60s. That like, is, that is, that's got some frizzing to it. It's got, it's got some teeth. Uh, and then this Full hard right turn into hyper libertarianism. Uh, I need to teach the church how to be more free market. Oof. He uh, has signed on to things, you know, uh, against gay marriage since right. then. Of like, course, he's of renounced course. all this shit. Like, like the Terte, he cured himself from being gay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, or God did. Uh, and he, yeah, he talked about like, oh, you know, I, I'm a child of the '60s. I grew up. Marxism was next to godliness. Correct. Uh, and but then I learned. I learned my ways. And now he has this whole like ten million dollar a year think tank um, dedicated oh God. to this insane shit. And it's still like he's written in the New York Times, obviously like National Catholic Reporter and stuff. Yeah. A bunch of conservative publications. All, all those, like, all those same right wing rags. Yeah. Right wing garbage rags. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. And he's still like nationally prominent. He still like does his shit. He's still around. Of course uh, he is. But it is just like. No one oh, ever man. dies anymore. Rich people have stopped dying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then he's gone on to like write about things like defending the free market that he wrote in the Libertarian Christian Institute. <laughs> We're we I need to know we need to do a full episode. Yeah. That no, is I, I want to chart too much that a lot to say. more. Yeah. But that's where this like. The guy that performed some of the first gay marriages in American history yes. founded the think tank that hired this guy to write about how the gays are coming for your Passover. Like, that is that is the trajectory from the 60s to today. Oh, God, Michael. Fuck, what's going to happen to us in 40 years, bro? Oh, we're, we're so done. We're, so, we're not going to make it. Fuck. Um... But yeah. Here's the thing. I would like to sell out. I don't want to sell out that way. That's yeah. shitty. No, we talk a lot about like our eventual turn yeah, into uh, right wing grifters, but like, God, there are certain levels you can't pass. That's man. too far, it's dude. Far too far. I want. I. I. The only. I see us. I see more being like, yeah, maybe the libs were right, and then you're still just, uh, uh, just like choking on that. <laughs> yeah, like that's almost still just like. Uh. Yeah, and as my hand slowly tries to plunge <laughs> a knife into my heart, <laughs> and the other hand's holding a paycheck. <laughs> No, Tune I in mean, next week. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much more to say no. besides fuck this guy specifically. Of course. Fuck corporate pride. Shout out to all uh shout out to all of our gay, lesbian, trans, non-binary uh friends uh and members of our Discord and people that uh understand that this man has nothing to say about God because he's of never course. fucking met him. Uh, he's busy working for the free markets and Jesus people. He doesn't Again, like I said, he this guy has no actual concept of God or truth. He's never been able to see it through this sort of bourgeois mentality. This man is literally, he cannot pass through the eye of the needle because his pockets are full of Devos money. And he's, he's standing there telling you that that's because he's oppressed. Sounds like a good place to end it <laughs> to me. Uh, with that, my name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. I'm Zachary Allard. You can find me at Zachary underscore Allard. Follow the pod at Shitting underscore pod, which has a link to our Discord if you want to hop in that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.